0: strikes at the very heart and soul and spirit of our national will. People have got to know
1: whether or not their
0: president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook.
1: And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
2: I'm Victoria Holmes and I'm Emily Severidge and welcome to What What the Politics. Politics, a new segment from WNCT designed for you. We want listeners to feel free to explore political topics and voice their opinion on issues that matter. Here on What the Politics, we will be inviting experts in the field, local government leaders, and and you, the American voter, to join us as we navigate the political arena. This will be a place
0: for civil discussion, because at the end of the day, we are all working towards the same goals. A better country, a brighter future, and the return of courtesy to political discourse.
2: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or you can simply download the WNCT app and find our podcast under the WNCT Now tab. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of What the Politics. I'm Emily, and I have Victoria here with me as well. Um, Last week, we asked you guys to write in, um, message us, message the newsroom. Um, We wanted to hear feedback from you guys. We wanted to get your questions, your concerns, um, you know, things that, that are on your mind right now about the election process, about counting votes, about mail-in ballots, things like that, you know, all the kind of things that are circling around right now. So we really wanted to get commentary from you guys about what you wanted to hear, what questions you wanted answered. So we're going to go ahead and introduce our special guest that is going to help us answer some of those questions today. Um, We have Director Trey Cash from the Green County Board of Elections. Hi, how are you doing today? Hey, everyone. So we're going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit more. Um, obviously, you're the director of the Green County Board of um, Elections. Um, so explain to us a little bit about, um, you know, your background, um, how you ended up being the director for the Green County Board of Elections, and just a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. So I've been in the election world for a little bit over five years now. I've been serving as the Green County Elections Director here in Green County for over two years now. Um, and I've been in, I've I worked in local government ever since i started or graduated college. I actually worked for the North Carolina Emergency Management and Green County Emergency Management prior to my election service. Um, and that field helped me prepare for this election because I'm working every day with our local Emergency Management Coordinator here in Green County and the state Emergency Management to ensure that voters are safe and our poll workers are safe and we have the proper supplies handle any situation. Um, so that's that's about, about it for me.
2: Definitely. So for somebody who was, you know, didn't know or was interested in maybe working for a board of elections or volunteering or something like that, what is the training um, or the process that, that goes into working for the board of elections?
1: It's a great question. Uh, Poll workers or one-stop early voter vote workers, they uh, have to go through a training session. They're required by law to go through a training session with their local Board of Elections office. So in Green County, it would be the one in Green County, or in Pitt County, that would be the Pitt County Board of Elections office. And that training varies on what assignment they have. If they're just an election day worker, they will go to an election day training. If they're a one stop worker only, they'll go to a you know one stop worker um, training session. And but here in Green County, we have a lot of our one stop workers who are also election day workers, so they have to go to multiple trainings. And have to do multiple assignments, so um, they, have to, they have to be aware of more items for each scenario and so forth. And then if somebody wants to be you know a full-time worker, um, you know that, that'll have to go through an application process, but there's also training involved in that to ensure that they're up to speed, ready for the election.
0: Right. So, another question that we had is, is this a year-round job? And if it is, what are you doing outside of an election year? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, this is a year-round job for every um, county board of elections. Here in Green County, we, we employ two full-time staff, me and my election specialist here. And we are here full-time um, throughout the entire year. Um, in non-election time, we are processing voter registrations. We're handling deaths. We're handling supplying for our next election, and ha- handling candidate filing, handling campaign finance. So we we're, we stay busy the entire time. And obviously during this current election cycle, we you know we we are, we've hired up to 90 people here in Greene County. Um, so you know it's obviously busier now than it is during non-elections.
2: And so you're talking about it being busier, you know, this year or during the election season is in general. But so, how much busier is it? I know uh, Green County specifically. Uh, you guys added one extra voting site, correct, for this year.
1: Right. So we uh, we added one extra one stop early voting site. Typically in Green County, only op- we only open one site for in- the entire county. But our board um, decided to open up an additional site to ensure that people had enough line. Uh, didn't have to stand in line as long, um, so to make sure the social distancing aspect. So with that, you know, we have to hire more one-stop early voting workers to help with this other site. So typically, we hire around 25 one-stop workers. Now we're at about 35, 40 just for one-stop early voting. Um, and now, I mean, we, we've hired over 90 people for poll workers and one-stop early voting workers.
2: Definitely. And that's contributing to, I mean, that's in part due to COVID-19, correct, for, you know, just being able to adhere to those CDC guidelines, make sure people can be distanced. Um, But is it also, have you also seen that it's been beneficial in the fact that obviously, you know, uh, records have been coming out, voting records have already been coming out, that the early voting turnout is far larger than that of 2016. Um, So do you think that you know, you're, like, so happy. You're, like, crossing your fingers, like, oh, thank God. Like, we put in this second site for this year.
1: Right, yeah. We, we are very fortunate that our um, Board of Elections decided to open a second site um, just to ensure that people have the proper spacing when they stand in line. Um, we try not to have people standing outside in line here in Greene County. We're fortunate enough to have enough space. But if we only had one site, that the likelihood of people standing in line outside, you know, increases. And then that's, you open up to the weather and so forth. So with the additional one-stop site here in Greene County, we ensure voters that you know they they can have multiple options of where to vote at and maybe the line is lower, you know, the time, wait times lower at another site for them.
0: Right. And so um kind of going off the same vein of like COVID and the elections, when it comes to counting the ballots, how long do you think that will take?
1: Right. So um during the process of, let's just say absentee by mail. So absentee by mail, the Board of Elections meets every Tuesday night um, since September to approve absentee by mail ballots. And here in Green County, we go ahead and count those ballots that night. We don't tabulate those ballots, but we count those ballots. So they're already in the machine just waiting for election day to come around so we can tabulate the results and find the results and upload them on election night. So we're hoping here in Green County to have majority of our results up on election night by 11 p.m. That's our goal, um, and we're hoping to meet that goal. That we'll have majority of all our absentee by mail, one-stop early voting, and all both all ten polling places on election days. Results up, um, published by 11 o'clock that night.
0: Right. And another question we had is um, the actual experience at the polls, or not the experience, but really the um, environment are people, even though this is like a very contentious year, are people friendly at the polls? Have you seen any sort of voter intimidation or have you heard of that? How's it looking like in Greene County?
1: One-stop early bo- early voter workers are monitoring outside and ensure that voters have a safe environment and a, a friendly environment. Um, if we have any um, voter intimidation, we look into it and we investigate it. But fortunately enough, in Greene County, we have not had that scenario yet. And we don't anticipate that having that scenario. Um, So we try to keep our um, site friendly and ensure that voters have a good time, you know, and while they're standing in line and try to help them through the process. We're also cleaning and disinfecting the entire time.
2: That's good to hear, because I know a lot of people are certainly worried about, you know, getting out to the polls this year. I know everybody obviously wants to. It's a big election year, but I know that is um, a concern for some people, for sure.
1: right and and all county and all counties are monitoring all counties are monitoring voter intimidation and ensure that's not happening
2: good that's good to hear um going back to talking about um you guys were you were speaking about how green county counts the absentee uh votes every tuesday so what obviously this has been a huge Uh, controversy in the news about absentee ballots and, and, you know, the credibility and the safety of it and things like that. And a lot of people have expressed this, a lot of viewers have expressed this as um, kind of their number one concern when it comes to the election this year. So what is, what should voters know about the absentee process, about the mail-in voting process and the legitimacy of it? Um, You know, you guys have the same um, qualified workers? You guys, uh, what's the timeline for counting those votes and, and keeping them, you know, in a secure place before they get um, tabbed off, like you said for the election?
1: Yeah, and North Carolina, in particular, we've had three voting options for a while now. We have absentee by mail, um, in person early voting, which is one stop early voting, and election day voting. That's the same three we've had for for a while now. Um, so absentee by mail process, the way that works is a voter will come in or a voter will mail us absentee request form, completed, signed. Um, the Board of Elections will process that and ensure the voter is registered here in Green, Green County or the other counties that the person sends a request form to. Um, we'll process that, review that information, and then we will send them a absentee ballot if all the information is correct. So we'll mail that ballot to their address that they stated on the absentee request form. The voter will vote that ballot in front of a witness. The witness and the voter will sign and print their name and at, place their address on it. And then they'll mail that back to the Board of Elections or drop it back by in person. Um, In-person drop-off for absentee-by-mail ballots, only for immediate family. Um, so an immediate family member can drop that off, but you know not some random person can drop off an absentee ballot for somebody else. It just has to be immediate family. So once that ballot comes back to us in the sealed in the envelope, We'll run that through and process that, ensure all the information is correct, um, make sure it's signed and everything's correct with it. Then we'll wait for our Tuesday meeting and we'll um, keep them in a safe place. We do not open these until the Tuesday meeting. The Board of Elections, the five person Board of Elections, will review these envelopes themselves, uh, look through the information, and then they'll make a motion to approve these envelopes. And at that time, they'll open up the envelopes bipartisan. Um, with our staff, which is a bipartisan team, and then we'll start counting those ballots. We'll process them, through put them in our DS-200 machine, which helps tabulate them. So they stay in that machine. It's sealed. It's safe, um, put in a safe location um, until election night. And then on election night, we will tabulate those, those results. So we, we don't know any results for any board of elections until election night.
2: Gotcha. But
1: absentee by mail is, is a safe, a very safe process.
2: Right, because a lot of, like I said, a lot of people's concerns was kind of that leeway time in between, you know, sending in their mail-in, sending in their absentee, um, and kind of having that leeway time of the, the vote being counted and worrying about, you know, something could happen to it, it might get lost, it might get tampered with. Like, I'd rather just go to the polls, know that I sent it in myself, watch it go through, be done with it. But, you know, I'm sure that'll put a lot of people's minds at ease to know, you know, I'm really only kind of waiting for it to be looked at and made sure that it's, you know, correct and everything's good to go at a week, you know, a week tops. So,
1: yeah. So um, in North Carolina, we have a system called ballot tracks. It's a new system for this election that a person can put their information in online and they can track their status of their absentee by mail ballot. So once they put it in the mail, it'll update them where it is in the mail and then if it's approved or disapproved at the board of elections office. And also if anybody ever has any questions, they they can feel free to call any of the board of elections in their, you know, their county and ask about their status of their ballot.
2: What are you guys looking at as, you know, for turnout this year. Um, do you guys have any kind of inkling about how that's going to be? You know, there's been a lot of um um the Meredith rep- poll-, poll report, excuse me, that was released um last week, you know, was saying it's kind of looking like the way that the the um points are adding up so far is it's looking like the Democrats are kind of um might be taken over this election here in North Carolina for the ballots. Um, you know, would you have any comment on that? Or have you, you know, been hearing anything like that or seeing it kind of lean one way or the other from just the early votes that you guys have gotten in so far?
1: Right. So, um, and at the Board of Elections, we don't look at Democrat or Republican. We're a bipartisan team. Right. So we don't comment on any of that stuff. And we don't we don't look at any of that stats or so forth or the polling. Um we, We're we more concerned with just the turnout of our voter registration list. Um, and here in Green County, Uh, As of this morning, we voted more people early and by absentee by mail than we ever have. Um, We're at over 5,000 right now early voting at one stop or absentee by mail. We've never had more than 4,750 vote early by one stop and absentee by mail. So the turnout for this election is, is going to be massive is what we think. Um, We still, you know, we'll have the people that vote on Election Day, and we're anticipating around 25 to 35% in Greene County of people voting on Election Day at least.
0: Due to, like, the high amount of turnout, and I I hope I'm formulating this question correctly because I'm not entirely sure about how this process goes, but I understand that 11 p.m. is when results are hoped to be broadcasted, to be forecasted or whatever. Um, Because of the influx of votes and because of the high number of mail-in ballots, when do you think we'll get, like, a final call of the um, results of the election? Because there are some states saying that they're not going to have final results for, who's go- for who won the election, whether it be their governor or be president, until a few days after the November 3rd date. Is that what, is that what it's going to be like in North Carolina, or what are, your, um, what are you predicting for that night? And the days following
1: uh, in North Carolina the election results are final ten days after the election day so we have we what we hold what is canvas for our board of elections and that is held on the tenth day after the election so it's a Friday November 13th at 11 a.m. so all 100 counties their boards will meet at 11 a.m. on Friday November 13th to finalize their entire election results that's completely normal um, from normal processes and here in North Carolina people are used to looking at election night results. Their, their results are not final anywhere in North Carolina until 10 days afterwards, because we still have supplemental after by mail ballots that come in on election day, um, and we have provisionals that come through and possible voter challenges and so forth. So the board will have to meet um, and look at them at Canvas to ensure everything's correct and have a final results, which is 10 days after the election. But on election night here in North Carolina, And I I say this just for Greene County, we anticipate to have all our election night, election day results posted, um, and they're not official results, by 11 p.m. And that that varies depending on the county and so forth. But our goal here in in Greene County has always been to post these by 11 p.m. And sometimes we we fail at that goal and sometimes we make that goal. I I hope that makes sense.
2: No, it definitely
0: does. Thank you for that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for this week's edition of What the Politics. And I greatly appreciate, uh, Mr. Trey Cash, for you joining us and answering all these questions that we had. And I think it's especially important that people feel confident that their vote is cast safety and securely. So, again, thank you so much for joining us.
1: I certainly appreciate your time. Thanks for asking me.
0: And we'll see you next week for another edition of What the Politics.
2: Thanks, guys. And please make sure to continue to write in questions and feedback for us. We would love to hear what um, is driving you to the polls, what issues you want to have addressed, um, and all that good stuff. So like Victoria said, thanks so much and bye, guys.